Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Robert. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. And it's also about, I guess, uh, YouTube channels. <laughs> I, I don't know. Today we're going to be getting into some wacky, wild stuff. While I was watching it, I realized I'm just basically watching an Instagram story. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> anyway, we'll get into that a little bit later. But first, folks, do you listen to this podcast all the time? Well, you are lucky because this is the best podcast in the world. It's the only podcast in the world. That is true. That is actually a factual fact. Yeah. Do yourself a favor and help us out. Help yourself out by helping us out. by scroll- He's talking about rating us five stars yeah. on the Apple Podcast we're app. Getting it, we're getting it out of the way really quick. Boom, 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 boom. You can just pause this thing or don't even pause it. Scroll down to the Apple Podcast app. Hit that fifth star give us five stars write a little something nice and that's all we're asking that's all we're asking that's it and you know what we're thankful for it nice to transition thanks baby that's right it is uh the week of thanksgiving it already occurred and now we've moved on did you guys have a good thanksgiving i bet you did what did you guys do probably watched some football ate a little bit of turkey it's possible nick and i went to new jersey we had a new jersey thanksgiving uh it was really nice i you know a new jersey thanksgiving is pretty much spaghetti and meatballs except for this was actual just this this one was actually just stuffing and and stuffing and i'm a vegetarian so nick and i uh we had the bright idea to make a vegan casserole we made a vegan green bean casserole it took us about 48 hours (laughs) (laughs) took us way too longer we had to really marinate the beans you know what happened is we we decided to double the recipe and you know i'll say it right now we're not necessarily cooks we barely have a kitchen in brooklyn that we use and if when we do use our kitchen in brooklyn it is just to throw away our grubhub uh leftovers yeah or sometimes we switch it up it's seamless leftovers depending on what we're doing so basically the low lights of thanksgiving were the green bean casserole the highlights were we played poker for like three four maybe five hours uh that was super fun and then it was a full moon, so I went down to the ocean, and I looked at the full moon over the ocean by myself. Nick sat in the car. Uh, it was too cold. and Yeah, it was freezing cold. It, it was, was like so seven degrees, cold. and we were on the shore. We were by the the ocean. Yeah. It was, the breeze was crazy. Yeah. And Ashley needed to go see a beaver moon. That's what it was. What the hell is a beaver moon? I don't know what it means, but that is what the November full moon was called. In the full moon charts, a beaver moon. You didn't um, even look it up. I did look it up, but there's just so much backstory. It's like in the 1800s, farmers would blah, 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 and then I just lose I lose interest. And now you know what it's like when you start explaining to me why it's important to see a moon. I lose interest because there's so much backstory. Mm. It's, it's nice to know that shit rolls downhill, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. Yeah, also uphill and in the creek. Hmm. Exactly. So listen, Ash, you went... I drove you down the two blocks. I parked in a parking spot. You ran outside to go look at the moon over the water. What was that experience like? Did it give you everything that you wanted? It was pretty magical. I recommend looking at a full moon uh, on the ocean if you get a chance. It's pretty intense. Also, when it's cold outside, it's great because no other human is on the beach. No one will do it. So you just get to be out there by yourself. What are you looking for in a moon, Ash. Like, why do you need this moon I don't, so bad? I don't need it, but I enjoy it. You only get 12 full moons a year. You might as well go look at it. Okay, it looks good. You, you go and you stick your head out the window. You go, oh. Now, what else? What else are you trying to draw from this moon? Solitude. I like being alone out there looking at the Not moon. true. You forcibly removed me from the home and made me company to accompany you to this moon. So that's not exactly true. You wanted to be with me. I guess I just really enjoy a full moon. You I enjoy a full moon, but there must be something else that makes everybody, why is it so powerful? I think why you're asking people... a question that humans have been asking since the beginning of time. I'm the first guy to ask this. <laughs> why? I think you are addressing the full moon effect, which is why are humans so interested in the full moon? No one knows. Okay. I mean, people will say it's because we're 80% water and the moon affects tides and all of that. But there's something about the moon that we're drawn to. And if you have a chance to go look at it, go look at okay, it. sure. So Nick and I had a fun time. We came back to Brooklyn. It's been pretty cold. Now, we played po- we played poker. I said that. But we didn't you want to get, get into I it? I wanted to get into the fact that the comment that you made the following morning, because you seem to have won our f- friendly game of poker, 
but you woke up the next morning and you claimed you were the best poker player in the world. Explain yourself. Nick, I'm not even going to entertain your lies. You're <laughs> such a little liar. You woke up in the morning and you literally were like, Nick, what's I it like to lie all the time? I'm the best poker player in the world. Really what it comes down to, folks, if you're listening to this, it's like if I have, if I enjoy something, Nick has to find a way to ruin it. I'm not sure that? why. What? What do you mean? I enjoyed playing poker and yeah. so you you have to now go around act, acting as if I said that, telling people I said something, which is not true. He's laughing his ass off I am right not. now. I'm very stern. No, right he's now. laughing. He's enjoying this moment. You're such a little shit. <laughs> Why do you have to take away my joy? I'm not taking away your joy. I'm just saying we woke up in the morning. You you rolled over, looked at me, and went. Did you realize I was that good at poker? I might be the best, at least on the East Coast. Babe. <laughs> that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And it's like, what? You beat me, my mom? I'm like, what? You're such my- a liar. Do you feel bad about lying so much all the time? No. This is why you became a comedian. It's because you can lie and you write it off as a joke. No, no, no. First yeah. of all, I'm not lying. You did. Okay, maybe you didn't say you were the best poker player on the East Coast, but you did say, wow, I whooped y'all's asses. <laughs> That's not Should true. I play tournaments for money? No. I think I might be the best on that the East Coast. Not- <laughs> that is so insane. Uh, all right, I don't even know how to respond to that. Uh, You're a maniac. I'm not a maniac. Yeah, maniac you are. Maniac has something to do with the moon, doesn't uh, it? Oh, I don't care. Okay. All I had to say is I'd never played poker before. And so the next and day. And yet you think you're the best. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I can't do this anymore. I'm out. I'm going right. to go start a new life. I apologize. I apologize. We'll leave out that part of this story. But what did you think about your first real experience playing poker? It was so fun. I loved it. See, I like playing poker, but you love playing uh, like spades yeah. and, and rummy. Yeah. I find those games take too long to finish. I like poker because you can get in and out on a hand. Bing, bang, boom. The only reason I like playing poker, I mean, the only reason I like playing rummy is because it's sort of just a universal game that everyone seems to know how to play. Except me. Every time we play it, I need it to be explained to me. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. It's hard. If you told me right now, let's play rummy, I'd be like, I really don't remember how to play. I cannot recall how to play Rami ever. The best card game of all time, hands down, and this is a fact. If you look this up, um, this is a a proven fact. The best card game is Spades. And I like Spades because of the drama. I like Spades because of the long run. And I like it because a story starts to unfold uh, when you play Spades. What? A story unfolds between the the teams. And there's arcs. There's highs. There's lows. there's, uh, There's revenge there's redemption i mean spades is an epic card game poker is fun to me because it's very like quick um i like how quick it is and it can have the same sort of redemption arc as well but poker sort of scratches the same itch that dr mario scratches what you're bringing up another thing yeah i'm bringing up another thing which is like a quick turnover quick turnover make a decision make a decision and then it's just it it really like satisfies some sort of dopamine release it reminds me of like a um casino sort of what are these called um you know um, what i'm talking hand, about hand grabbers um god i hate you i hate you <laughs> bank rollers mm-hmm. um you mean a slot machine yeah it reminds me of a slot machine because it's so quick right well no well, first of all poker is quicker than spades yeah that's what i'm saying that's why i like poker oh that's what you meant i thought you were talking about spades i, <sighs> I wish you would listen i can't i, I just can't you would listen I, it's a problem i can't listen i was born without the ability to listen to other people (laughs) and the fact that you brought it up over here while we're podcasting is really mean and also the fact that you woke up and said that you were the best poker player in the world (laughs) okay that's it let's get into the reality television no i want to talk about it because you teased a little something something what did i tease so this is here okay it was also my birthday by the way thank you for the two people that rated our (laughs) podcast after my two episodes uh playing literally we released a whole episode of nick just begging us begging you to rate us five stars for his birthday and two people did honestly i'm actually grateful of it because it was nice normally when we ask things and then we look, it doesn't happen, but it yeah. actually did happen. And it was, it did, it did make my day. It gave me some faith in the blowhards out there. Shout Thank out to you, you too. so much. Um, and we expect way more of y'all in the future. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, a precedent has set every year to ratings. <laughs> um, so 
Folks, uh, it was my birthday last Tuesday, mm-hmm. and uh, Ashley got me. Do we mention what you got me yet? No, okay, because I wanted to discuss it. We will. Dis- we're going to discuss that at a further uh, at a on a further date. At okay, a further listen. Date. This is the second time we've brought up the uh-huh. present on the podcast, and then we have said we're not going to talk about it. Let me just say to our listeners, the reason why we're not talking about it is it's very reality television themed, yes. and so in order for us to talk about it, we would have to b- explain what it is. And we're saving that because we want to introduce it to you on the podcast. Sure, this makes no sense, what I'm saying. Sure, this is convoluted. But when this happens, you'll understand and you'll finally be like, oh, that was the present. Y'all, I'm telling you, wait for it, okay? Because in in in, in within the next six to nine months, <laughs> we will drop a very lackluster bomb on you guys. And you guys are going to freak the fuck out it's about it. It's a big it. bomb. No, it's great. And it's it's our, pod, it's, it's our podcast related. It so fits that's into why our world. We're going to do a little bit some... Anyway... Moving on. It was your birthday. It was my birthday. Had a great birthday. Yada, yada, yada. Last night, mm-hmm. Ashley Brooke Roberts calls me and says, listen, where are you going to be tonight at 9 p.m.? And I said, uh, I don't know. Uh, just chilling, chilling, chilling. And she goes, great. Be home because I need to help. I need you to help me with something. You have to set something up for us. And I said, what? She said, that's it. That's all I can tell you. Click. She hung up. I didn't hear anything from her. All of a sudden, she shows up 9 p.m. on the dot. Hello? Click, 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 click. That's her walking in. I go, what's going on? And I figure she's going to have some sort of a folding table she wants me to set up or uh, some sort of a vanity for herself. Uh, Turns out she went ahead and purchased a Nintendo Classic, ladies and gentlemen. Nintendo Classic. For those of you who don't know what that is, Nintendo released a fun little gaming pod that has 30 Nintendo Original. Original Nintendo games in it. And you get to play like a tiny little cute Nintendo. And it's it works. Great. And it comes with a Nintendo controller. It's so much fun. Ashley showed up. She was like, set this up. I set it up in like nine seconds and we started to play. <laughs> Guys. And, and here's the thing, though. Before we talk about what we played, Ashley was like, I was like, where did this come from? Ashley's not a gaming person. I'm not a gaming person. I don't buy things like this ever. No, no, she doesn't. So it was very like she I don't buy up- technology. Any technology in my life has been bought by Nick and given to me. Like this is something you need to have. She showed up with the classic, and I was like, "What? What do you? What's happening? Right? Is this a trick? Like what happened to you? Did you get? He was worried. I'd, yeah, I'd lost a bet. Yeah, I didn't know what was going on. She was like, "No, I bought this," and I was like, "Why? Like." Why? And then she says, well, I bought this for you for your birthday, or I was going to buy this for you for your birthday, and I decided that really I just wanted this, so I didn't, but then I walked by the Best Buy and went in there and bought it anyway, and now here it is. So I was like, oh, okay, that's an odd situation. Turns out, all Ashley wanted to do was beat me at Dr. Mario. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, she wanted to play Dr. Mario and and beat me. I mean... You guys don't know what we probably have a lot of uh, teenagers that listen to this podcast. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. But Dr. Mario is a game for the uh, Nintendo system that is basically Tetris, but I guess has a little twist where you're you're Dr. Mario and you have to like find these vi- you have to fight viruses. But really, it's just a pattern Tetris game. Yeah. And you go head to head with somebody, and uh, you know one person wins, one person loses, and it's a lot of fun. And Ashley's like, will you play Dr. Mario with me? And I said, sure. So we plugged it in, and I was looking around at these games, and she was like, please, just click Dr. Mario, please. And I'm like, oh, yeah, but look, they have, uh, um, you know, Mario, Super Mario Brothers, and and look, they have Kirby. And she's like, please, please, just play Dr. Mario. And I was like, oh, look, they have Excite Bike, and look, they have Contra. And, look. and she was like, you better put Dr. Mario on right now. So I was like, okay, we played it. Ashley immediately starts ripping into Dr. Mario and beating me. And she I've never seen somebody so happy winning. Once again, Ashley claims she's the best Dr. Mario person <laughs> player in the world. Now, I will say that I did claim I'm a better Dr. Mario player than you. Yes. Okay, so this all started out um, about, like, I would say a year ago, I Googled how can I play Dr. Mario, and I saw that this had come out. But at the time, they had all sold out because they had just been introduced. And so I was like, oh, well, I'll never follow up on this. Three weeks ago, we went to New Jersey. We brought Lily the cat. Okay, do you remember this trip? Yes. We stopped. Wait, wait. This was not three weeks ago. This was last week. No, I'm talking about three weeks ago, not the Thanksgiving trip. L- Thanksgiving trip was like... This week. 
was this week. Okay, last so two week, weeks ago. Last week. Anyway, we went to New Jersey. We stopped at a freaking um, rest stop in New Jersey, and they were selling this Nintendo system. Oh, that's funny. And I was like, what? It's A, I'm shocked that it's back. B, it's in this... Um, it's in this rest area. And that's when I was like, oh, I have the bright idea. I'll get this for Nick because he'll love it. And that way I can also play Dr. Mario. But then I started thinking, I'm just buying this to play Dr. Mario. So I'll just save it for myself and get it one day in the future. That's why when we were driving back from New Jersey after Thanksgiving, I was like, can we please stop at that rest area? And you were like, no. I was like, um, <laughs> no, not at all. Not happening i was like i gotta pee so bad babe and you were like you have to hold it for the next two hours that's not true see normally we will stop at that rest stop if one of us has to pee on the way there on the way back i'm just trying to get back y'all i can't yeah but we don't we that you didn't have to pee before we got in the car you were asking me about this and i'm like that's right before that's because i cannot tell a lie so i was like can we stop at that rest area and you were like do you have to pee and i was like not really but i really want to stop there and i didn't want to tell you why because i wanted to be a surprise i was like do you want to buy something there and she was like yes and i was like (laughs) what could you want to buy there you think i was gonna get new jersey gear honestly if you would have said like there is a nintendo classic there that i want to buy i would have been like yeah let's stop and get it but but that I would have thought, taken yes. away the surprise. I really thought you wanted to buy like a New Jersey Turnpike, like Exit <laughs> 11 shirt or something. And I was like, I, you know, as fun as that sounds, I really don't want to stop. I mean, I gots to get home. I mean, once you leave and you're trying to drive back, you got to get to your destination. Know what I'm saying? I do. And let's get to that destination we are driving to on this podcast. You got it, folks. When we come back, we will be talking about staying relevant. What is that you say? Well, we'll explain on the other end of the break. Folks, we are back. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of what we can remember of the Are You The One Season 7 reunion that will lead us in to what we really wanted to talk about as much as we possibly can, obviously, which is staying relevant. Now, um, and we'll explain what staying relevant is in a few seconds. Ashley, do you have any comments about the Are You The One Season 7 reunion? I mean, if, I feel like it's been almost a month since it aired. It does feel like it's been a long-ass it, time. It's probably been two, if not almost three weeks. Yeah. I have things I remember from it. Well, is there anything that you overall wanted to say about how people came off? You know, we watched the entire season. Yeah. We bitched about it, you know, most of it throughout, you know, throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, did you feel like these people redeemed themselves? Um, who? How do you feel? Did anybody, did you make a 180 on anybody uh, based on their actions and the reunion or gossip that came out during the reunion? Absolutely not. Um, I'll say that I... I really the the highlights of the reunion for me were Daniel saying that he wished he hadn't spent so much time with Sam and then their little back and forth where Sam was like the sex wasn't even that good and then Daniel is is defending himself while not insulting her which I thought was like a pretty um smooth confident way to handle that situation because he could have gone low but she went low for sure and then he just was like that's not I all of the ladies I'm with I feel great you know like I don't remember exactly what he said but I know that he looked good in that situation from my point of view it also made me go like wow I wish I had seen more of Daniel because I didn't really see much of him outside of Sam what do you love Daniel now I think I like Daniel I think I like Daniel I didn't see he didn't get much character development outside of Sam and honestly Sam is a drag and she's back with that guy who cheated on her we learned that at the reunion and that guy was a turd he was a capital t turd i mean he was a big old steamy pile of dog shit and the fact that she's back with him i was like oh god we were robbed of daniel in a lot of ways because of sam not only is she back with him i I was was reading on twitter like she was like i'm back with him and i'm gonna marry his ass oh (laughs) my god i mean can you imagine that going on this show like breaking up with your boyfriend to go on this show presumably let's be honest well she said she broke up with him because he cheated on her he slept with her best friend Hey, come on. We can get over that. Isn't Ugh. it funny when people get over that? I like, don't understand. Where like people are like, he slept with my best friend, but I think I'm going to give him another chance. Is, is yeah. that real? Do people can do people have the humans have the capacity to get over something like that? I don't know, but I I know that the cast hates Nutsa, which I didn't fully understand or know before this reunion started. But like everyone turned against her, and everyone was like looking to snap at her at this reunion. Like they were like, "You made fun of Morgan's hair," and I was like, "Everyone made fun of Morgan's hair." Now you are Team Nutsa. 
Nutsa, or at least were Team Nutsa. Yeah. And it does seem like the internet overall is Team Nutsa. Yeah. What are we missing? I don't know. It, the cast just seems to say, at least on the reunion, that she's fake and she thinks she's better than people, maybe? I don't I don't know. She seems... Is that because she's from Woodbridge, New Jersey? I, that means nothing to me. Uh, it means everything to me. I know. So explain. What are people from Woodbridge, it, I, New Jersey I do enjoy like? that most of the cast members of all seasons of Ari the One are from New Jersey. I feel yeah. like I do find a connection between all, all of them. All my faves. Cam is from New Jersey. Um, I, I, I don't know... Um, I don't know. I, I just, uh, she doesn't, you know, she's, she has a, uh, she doesn't seem like a Jersey girl just based on her being like a. She's fun. She's cute. She's nice. I mean, remember in that, like that ceremony, the matchup ceremony when Quasi was saying that horrible stuff about Jasmine and Jasmine, or no, Zach said that Quasi said that, uh, Nutsa was a better Jasmine or Jasmine was a worse Nutsa. And then Jasmine started crying and Nutsa got up over and went over and hugged her. And it's like, I don't know. Jasmine seems cool. I mean, Jasmine does seem cool, but Nutsa seems cool. But and I like Nutsa, her. Is Nutsa beefing with people on the internet? You know, Not what? that I can tell. So here's what I'm going to surmise from the situation. Are you ready for this? Are you, are you going to the- say that the cast members are jealous that everyone likes yes. Nutsa so much? I yes. think you're right. Because like the cat, here's the thing. You start watching these things. You start going on Reddit. You start looking at the names of the people. Who are, you're like, oh, these motherfuckers are on these things. Yeah. Talking to people. Talking yeah. to fans. Watching and lurking. Um, I do like when I'm like on a, a sub on the subreddit every so often. I don't really post anything, but I just read. And then I, I, I see that uh, people like will call out like an anonymous poster who's like making. They're like, uh, there's a lot of uh, people being like, I see you, so and so. Like, oh, that of, happens on the challenge Reddit a lot. Does that too? happen in the chat? Yeah. So people are accusing of people of having fake names. I on think Reddit that's and, sort of a, a Reddit like that's hack. Right. Oh, that's a Reddit trope. Yeah, I yeah. feel like that's hacky. Like that's like okay. Okay, I see you, Nutsa, or whatever. Right, right. So, like, do you think that there's credence to that, my theory here? Well, I think that I, I do, yes. I think Nutsa's clearly the breakout star of her season. Um, Is she? I think so. Well, she's she's definitely one of them. I, I kind of feel like the breakout, the breakout stars, quote-unquote, seem to be maybe Zach and possibly... Maybe Tevin. Nick, go wash your mouth with soap. Why this do you is what think I'm, it's I'm Zach? talking about because Zach is has made the most after show drama happen. I mean, there was one walk on that had nothing to do with season seven of Are You the One? And it involved Zach. And it felt like a PSA. Shanley showed up to tell all of us that Zach had basically blackmailed her with nudes and said that he was going to post them. It was some sort of revenge porn thing. And then after she says all of that, we all watched as Bria and Sam, I think, defended Zach, I was like, "What is happening?" Yeah, what that's is when happening? I was like, "I can just flush the toilet on this whole season." No offense, no offense. Now Zach, Zach's whole thing is is, is baffling. A scumbag. This motherfucker is flying people out to Dallas. Oh yeah, he flew Newt's out. We learned He's that too. Yeah, two people out to Dallas. Yeah. Um, flying people out to da- girls out to Dallas and then sort of leaving them high and dry in Dallas. Ah, like, that was so bizarre. It is pretty bizarre. He also seems like to be like maybe. Some sort of a robot or something. Mm-hmm. I guess you know what I'm get. I get from guys like that. I I do find that that might be sociopath. Yeah, it could be. When you're looking at a guy and you're like, "Whoa!" Like, is any of this registering? Like, are you hearing yourself? Yeah. Do you realize what you look like? Because you like, look like a guy who's pretending to be a human. Terrence hosted it, right? Terrence J. Yeah, and he was like, "Do you even? Do you even like? Did you really like Nutsa?" And Zach was like, "That week." Yeah, and it's like ugh, gross. I You're mean, scummy. there's okay. So he's clearly deciding that he's gonna be the villain, and that's how he's gonna make. That's the character he's gonna play and do all that stuff. That's fine because I mean, I am a lover of all things reality. You need these villains for things to be interesting. Yeah, I do not condone the off-camera horseshit that he does. That is honestly on on the line of something that you know. I mean, he, he he could be prosecuted for certain things. Yeah, you know MTV what I mean? don't like, cast people who are posting revenge porn right. or, or even threatening to. Let's, Jesus. Listen, Johnny Bananas is a villain. Is yeah. he posting revenge porn? No. No. And and he knows how to play the game and be, he knows who he is and he's trying to portray a certain thing and he goes right to the line and he stops. He leaves it all in the field, if you will. Yeah. Rather than taking his work home with him. Zach, a new guy, made some wrong decisions and possibly could be maybe not that good of a dude 
and that has come out after this. There is a line there. Um, so I kind of feel like the way he w- was portrayed on the show, I'm totally fine with the way he was quote-unquote toying with people on the show because honestly that's why they cast certain personalities Mm. on here Mm. you're not gonna you're not gonna have an interesting season if it's a bunch of people who are just friends you know it it just isn't gonna work out that way that's i mean if that's what you're looking for then stay out of this type of reality interesting that you say that because that's my number one note about staying relevant but we will get to that later but i would like to say another part of this reunion that i liked and that kind of took me by surprise as i walked away um liking asia more than i had because i kind of had written her off as like halfway through the season i liked her in the beginning and then halfway through the season when she got in that fight with nutsa and then other sort of behavior i was just like i'm not i i I was no longer feeling asia but the way she handled lewis the lewis situation at the reunion um i realized it really made me realize how much that must have hurt and she was handling it so gracefully but for him to tell everyone on you know international television national television that he she's not sexy enough for him and she needs to try harder and all of that i mean that is a huge blow to the ego and she sat at she sat there like a lady and discussed it and she held her own and she came across as confident and secure in herself and that takes guts I also want to add, I agree with all that. Plus, I kind of feel like she let her guard down a little. I had has sort of relaxed into the situation that she's in, which is yeah. being on this show. And she did seem more relaxed and chilled out about this. Like I she agree. seemed very tightly wound running around the Are You the One house. You know what I mean? Um, and now she definitely seems like she has chilled a bit and has more of a sense of humor about the whole situation, yeah, which I think is helpful when you're on TV. You don't want to look like you're a little uptight on TV or or trying to portray certain what you kind of just have to let it flow. She seems like she's let everything wash over her and now is sort of secure in her situation and uh, not letting what people are saying about her or what what happened on television get to her that much. She played it cool and it actually came off very well. Yeah, it, it really was, did. It was a good look on her. You know, Lewis lost me too. I liked Lewis in the beginning of the show. Well, that and then, scene lost me with Lewis. Yeah. I mean, that whole thing where... And then, like, they ended up having sex anyway. I mean, she did address that, which was honestly kind of like the... Um, her solidifying what I just said about her. Yeah. She was like, whatever. It was the last night. It's We clearly had a thing going on that, that maybe didn't come off on TV, and we hooked up like that's the way life is this is the show you know yeah. and that was like oh yeah she gets it she felt very adult like on yes, the reunion yes, in, in a so. positive way i mean that in a positive way um and, and i have nothing else to say about the reunion do you want to get to our main course main course could you call it that yeah i think it might be it's the meatiest of our topics today so we uh, or even the or, the meatiest <laughs> and by that i mean we are talking about derek what are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean, Derek? He's just buff. No, I was um, <laughs> I was, was going to say possibly we did talk about eating turkey earlier. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, you know, yeah. But still. Yeah. Um, so what we did was watch the two episodes provided on YouTube of a show, quote unquote. <laughs> Nick is, is he's, he's giddy to describe this Well, right this now. show is called Staying Relevant. So go ahead and find it. If you're an already the one fan, you probably already know about this, but... Basically, uh, Joe from Are You the One Season Six, along with some other folks, notably Chelsko. Chelsko, where was Tori? Chelsko, where was Tori? <laughs> anyway, Ch- Chelsko from um, X on the Beach, U.S. Yeah, you might know her as the singer Chelsko. You know Chelsko, the international pop star. <laughs> um, they- we love Chelsko on the pod, by the way. Yeah, I want to put that out. I want to put that out there. We're gonna take. We're going to. We're gonna comfortably. We're gonna comfortably. Um, kind of poke fun at her, but it's all out of love, Chelsea. Listen, we wouldn't be talking about anything on here if we didn't love these people. That's true. You got to know that. Now, let's talk about these pieces of shit. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, so basically, what the show is is Joe from season six of Ari the One and Chelsea. Um, along with a couple other people, there were other people who seemed to be producing this, Yeah, are doing some sort of kind of like a reality show where they get what seemed to be mostly Are You The One Season 6 cast mixed with some Are You The One Season 7 cast. Oh, Are You The One Season 5 was there as well. Some Are You The One Season 5 was there. Uh, it, what Basically, they got them uh, like about 20 
cast members into a mansion in Connecticut. Yeah. To sort of just drink and party for a long weekend, possibly. That's what it looked like, yep. And Camera crews were there. There was a whole film crew. I mean, it was done pretty well. You know what I mean? I mean, I can imagine this was a very tough thing to shoot and edit together. But they managed to edit a pilot, which was almost 10 minutes, a second episode, which was like 18 minutes, and a, and a, or a first episode, which was like 18 minutes, and a second episode, which was like 22 minutes long. So you get a good chunk of a something here. I mean, it's longer than, you know, what I was saying earlier, which was an, an Instagram story. Um, plus, you, it's, it's done pretty professionally. So you kind of got almost like an are you the one mixer reunion yeah maybe what it's kind of like to see what these folks are like at one of these parties that they sort of host you know because you always see these things about cast members from these mtv reality shows going and hosting a a pool party or something it was kind of like that but they also a lot of them live in la a lot of them hang out it seems like with this was staying relevant it seemed like the people who were there all liked each other um, so it was just kind of a part, a house party you would have with your friends, uh, with a camera crew, everyone's sexy. They all love to fuck. That was told over and over again. That was yeah. the theme of staying relevant. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that it, you know, it was enjoyable. Go watch it. It's not, it's not groundbreaking, but if you're an, are you the one fan? It is interesting. Um, I think that the biggest downfall with the staying relevant franchise, should I say that? Sure. Is that they did just cast friends. So it is all about fucking, you know, it's like the people they don't like aren't there. And the people that they don't like are unfortunately, uh, entertaining, you know, they're drama stirrers. They're, they're starting situations where it's it's hooking up but it's also people fighting or arguing or or plotting you know that element was gone you took away you have are you the one cast but you take away the gameplay of are you the one they're no longer looking for a perfect match so they're that that layer is lifted off of the story the next layer that's lifted off the story is conflict there's no conflict at all there was a moment where um Lexi, Alexis was uh, from season six, was talking about how she wanted to fight someone who wasn't there. And that seemed to be included, I guess, to to be the conflict portion. So that part was that layer is lifted off. And then that means the only layer left is people just hooking up. And getting drunk. And getting drunk. Yeah. But the alcohol is only there to fuel hooking up and fighting. The way that the, what I was thrown by initially was the way, the unfilteredness of yeah. the show. Yeah. Because Are You the One, you know, it's kind of dirty, you know. There's, but it's still a television show. But it's show. still a television show that, you know, you have to go through the proper channels here to make sure that you're not putting out some X-rated porno trash. Right. This, there was, it wasn't porno trash. You actually didn't, you saw you saw less people hooking up on, on staying relevant than you do on Are You the One. But you... um the curtain was really pulled back on how these people basically all have sex with each other. Right. I mean, <laughs> there was a point in which, um, man, I don't even remember. I think it's Nuri's what you're talking about yeah, when she's like, if yeah. you're filling out the form for Are You The One, you basically have to check, or, am I an infomaniac yes, or something? Because like they are just like, I mean, people are just walking in the house and being like, oh, I might fuck him. Like yeah. I might. And it's like, these are the guys I want to fuck from season seven. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's like, oh, yeah, did you fuck? Do you want to fuck? Let's fuck. Like, oh, should we fuck? Should I fuck? Should we fuck? It's like, <laughs> what are you? What is happening? It's like, it, it just it just seemed, it, it was intense. It was like, you need some sort of a buffer. I mean, can, mm-hmm. can we get a din- some dinner? You know what I mean? Can, can we see we a get, movie? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, uh, why, why immediately with the, 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 the fucking? Well, that's just the environment that they were in on the television show. But now that's the environment they are in all the time, I guess. Another small issue, two uh, two issues I will just get out of the way, and then we can talk about the joy of it, was um, Connecticut is not sexy, okay? That is a big issue for me. This just looked like someone's dad was out of town, and they were cry- They were having a house party. It's like a lot, of, a lot of fir trees around. There's nothing sexy about Connecticut. You need the tropics. You need, I think they did one Are You the One in Louisiana. Even that is sexy. You need heat. Is what I'm trying to say. It's got to be hot. It's got to be sweaty. Hey, wait a minute. They went to Mohegan Sun. Yeah. That's a... They uh, did. That's and a, it didn't have AC. A casino. 
and uh, very they, sexy. They had a club there that they went to. Another tiny issue, and I really hope, um, I, I really hope they keep making these. We will keep watching them, so keep making them, and and just uh, include this, include body mics on your interview because it just seemed like you were recording with a camera and a boom mic because there was so much room noise with the interview when you're talking to people one on one. We really need that extra body mic, uh, just sound quality wise. Well, so I was unsure on what they were looking to do here because it did seem like I was getting geared up to see sort of a reality show where there would be some sort of a storyline or you'd get to see a little pieces of uh, relationships sort of build. Of, But I guess, you know, Are You The One is filmed over what? Like two months or yeah, something? Yeah, something like that. I mean, when something's filmed over two days... It's tough to get a storyline. You it know is. what I mean? So I'm I would love for them to do their best to get some sort of drama out of a storyline, not just something happens in the moment caught on film and now we're going to have a, a makeshift sort of confessional interview about it. Well, you know who is really uh, who was really doing uh, doing their best job of making that happen was Derek H. I mean Derek, man. Derek he, is all over the place. He, now Derek is from season what? I think he's season five. Is he he season was the season five? that okay. lost, I'm pretty sure. Okay, so season season five, boy, does that suit Derek that he's on the losing <laughs> season. I mean, come on, we all love Derek. Am I wrong? I could be wrong about that. Uh, Let me I'm pretty <laughs> it's, sure. It's yeah, all yeah, good. yeah. Season five. It's all good. But I mean, Derek, uh, you know, Derek's on the This is the thing about Derek. Like Derek's on the challenge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he loses. Yeah. But he's got a relationship with Tori who's like a superstar on the challenge. Yeah. He's also on Second Chances. He's been on a lot of MTV branch offs. I think he is he also on X on the Beach. He's on X on the Beach. And he was on yeah. I mean, he's been in a lot of things. Like Derek's like Derek doesn't need staying relevant he doesn't or does he well the thing about Derek is that every every show he's added to he's kind of a he's a little bit of a dud um we do I I would say I do like him because I feel like he knows how to play the reality person like in his interviews he was doing a good job of narrating a story with him and who was the gal that he was liking was it Nuris? Um, no, no. Well, whatever. So he, he he was doing a good job of narrating um, some sort of a backstory for why he was there and who he was hooking up with. And he did provide a little bit of drama. But, you know, Derek is like, I don't know. There's got to be a metaphor for someone that's just always coming in mild. Is there a metaphor for that? Was it Audrey? Yes, yes. it was Audrey. Yes. Yeah. No. So, okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Derek, though. So Derek... He comes in the challenge, goes gets, home, gets made fun of by his partner, by his ex, by the rest of the house, constantly loses, not very good, made fun of on the internet, kind of a big loser. No, I don't think so. He's doing well for himself. I like yeah. Derek. Derek's fun to watch. I'm into it. Okay. But I mean, he's kind of the low guy on the totem pole. He is. Derek- he was the only guy on X. He's the only ex on X on the beach, though, who stayed the whole time, I think. He's kind of that guy. You know what I mean? Like Derek shows up in the staying relevant Connecticut house. Derek's had more screen time than everybody else in that show combined. Yeah. Derek is a star in the staying relevant franchise. Yeah. Derek is a loser on the challenge. Yeah. Derek knows where his bread is buttered. Derek is big fish in small pond in this motherfucker. You know what I mean? So it's like good for Derek. Now I'm curious if some of these other people start popping up on certain things, because I know for a fact another guy that's on the show, Malcolm, he's on the next X on the Beach. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, and that's Malcolm exciting. is all over this this staying relevant. Malcolm's yeah. from season six. I believe he um, had something with Deandra. Was that his mm-hmm. perfect match, or were they just hooking up? Well, I don't remember who his perfect match was, but a huge story arc of season six was the Deandra Nuri's back and forth. Yes, yes, situation. Yes. All, all three of these people in staying relevant. Now, I just want to go through this a little bit. Um, just kind of open it up, start from the beginning, and just kind of go through. I, like you we, took notes. We did. Yeah, we did. I we will d- say I watched these episodes twice. We just talked to, a lot just about to let everybody know how much time I have on my hands. We talked a lot about Derek.
Derek. And that's because he's pretty much um, in the first five minutes are about Derek. And he's talking about um, how he has this relationship sort of with Audrey. And then we see him talking to a blonde. Nicole. Nicole. And I'm looking at Nicole and I'm like, isn't that Zoe? And I'm like, wait a minute. Is that Lauren from season seven? And then I started thinking about season five, the blonde Florida teacher. And I'm like, is that I cannot place Nicole. And I just realized blondes do not do well on this show. Tori is the only blonde who has done well. Well, because she rapped. She's a <laughs> Nicole is the is the season six version of Lauren's season seven. Yeah, you know but uh, I mean? wasn't Zoe also on that? Zoe season? was also a blonde on that season. Zoe got nothing on that show. Yeah. I think Nicole came out better than Zoe on that show. Wow. Do not, guys, if you're a blonde, do not go and are you the one. You will not get screen time. Can we talk about the thing that you told me about that you read? on the internet about Derek just because it, I feel like it makes it makes some sense and I feel like that there's some evidence to back that up on this show. Yeah, I don't remember where I read it from, but it was something about someone had gone to school with Derek and they were like he was on like a star on a couple of sports teams and like a really likable guy, but he was the biggest nerd. He could not escape his nerdum. And now when I watch him on television, I just see him um, trying to kind of act like a cool person. Like a lot of times when he says something that sounds ingenuine, I think, oh, that's something he thinks he should say. Is basically the gist. As soon as you told me that, it just all started to click. And it's like, oh my God, this is the guy that was the nerd in school <laughs> that like got away from everybody he whoever made fun of him. And now he's doing a new thing and he like started working out and he's now pretending like he was like the coolest guy forever. Yeah. But is deep down really has never had this experience in his life where like girls are all over him and like he is look worshipped in a way. It does seem like he's grasping at straws for how to present himself because at one point on this staying relevant, he says something to the effect of like, it was so hot, it made me want to give myself a hand job. Uh, no, no, no. It was even worse than that. <laughs> okay, so first of all, he said like he left somebody. He was like in the beginning of this thing when at, like right after he talked to Nicole um, and Nicole told him that she was dating, she was in a relationship and he kind of had to, was being shut down because um, he he, his whole storyline in the beginning of this is like he's got something going on with Audrey, but he's trying to keep himself open and he sees Nicole and he's like, I'd never seen Nicole in real life before and she's so good looking. And I want to talk to her. And then they sit down and talk. And Nicole's like, so I have a boyfriend. And then he's like, oh, OK, cool. And like shakes her hand really awkwardly. But then he walks out and he's like. They just like smash cut of him like walking up to the camera and being like, oh my God, I want to give a baby to that girl. You Do you know what that means? That means I want to stick my dick in her and then come inside of her and give her a baby. I thought it was like stick my dick in her and never take it and, out. And never <laughs> take it out until I ejaculate inside of her and it fertilizes <laughs> an egg. It was just like... <laughs> Something where he saw somebody once say, like, I want to give that girl a baby. And he was like, I'm going to use that one day. And when he broke it out, he just started explaining how babies are made. <laughs> just like very much like, I understand what you were doing there, but you just came off like a nerd. And then what you just said before, which was him then seeing like literally like, oh, and then Nicole and Audrey or Nicole and Nareed, somebody like Cassandra, club, I think. Cassandra, like, yeah. They, they, they show a, like the craziest hookup was them hooking up. They show a blurry pip photo <laughs> of them like literally peck each other like on the mouth, and yeah. then they cut to Derek, and Derek's like shirtless in the bathroom. <laughs> like when they, when when Nicole passed that piece of ice, the Cassandra in her mouth because her mouth was hot. Um, I just wanted to pull out my penis and start masturbating all over the place. Yeah, and it was just like I get what you're going for, Derek. But you're off because that yeah. is the nerdiest, weirdest thing I've ever heard anybody say on any of these shows. Yeah, it was off. I don't want to talk about Derek anymore because I feel Sorry. like we've talked Listen, about it for like... Derek is good TV to talk about. Yeah. He's good TV to talk about. There's a lot to explore with Derek. We're going to move on. So um, a big part of this staying relevant was this sort of climax when season seven I arrived. just want to climax in my own hand and then sorry it was this huge buildup of like season seven is coming who do you want to hook up with from season seven and season seven arrived and um it was it was quasi jasmine um brett. tevin at brett 
And then Zach, but he didn't arrive with them. We learned later that Keith had driven him from New York. Because Jalesse was asking for him. Yeah, something like no, that. It was, oh, it that, was that's that. what yep. it was? Because Jalesse was, before we saw Zach, Gilles, somebody called Zach the man whore. And he mm. was, she was like, don't call him a man whore. He's a man slut. And, mm. and then they were like, oh, Jalesse wants Zach to be here. Jalesse wants. And then when he showed up, they were all over each other. Man, Jalesse was all over this staying relevant, looking sloppy. Jalesse was, there was uh, time when she was on top of Zach with just a bra on, full ass in the air. And he, she's like looking at Zach and he's scrolling on his phone. And Zach, fully clothed. Yeah. Board shorts. Not even paying attention. Zach, and then when in the one interview that Zach has, he basically talks shit about her. I was like, fuck you forever, Zach. He was like, I'm with Jalesse, and he made a face. It's like, ugh. And then well, no, he Jalesse. was like, I'm with Jalesse. He's like, hey, listen, Zach, don't blame Zach attack. It's because uh, the, the, li- the liquor's flowing. I don't know what his deal is, but I was happy to see Jasmine and Daniel. I feel like I didn't get to see enough of them on Daniel their season. Daniel seems to be maybe a quiet guy. Yeah. Because um, you didn't get to see anything of Daniel. You didn't see any quasi once he showed up. Oh, you got Jada, who, um, who had talked about... Uh, before season seven showed up, Jada from season six was like, listen, who, this is who I'm really into. Like, I kind of have a thing for Quasi, but Andrew has my heart. And I'm like, oh my God, how did she even know about Andrew based on the, his camera time? I know. We were like, if, a couple people mentioned Andrew before he came and we we're like, oh my God, Andrew's there. And then we never saw him and we totally forgot about him until this one, they're taking like a group picture and you see Andrew in it. And it's like, damn, Andrew cannot get camera time. No matter where he goes, he is not on the camera. I mean, to be frank, the only people from the season seven people that rolled in in the second episode that you got to see after them get out of the cars was Jasmine and Brett. Brett seemed to do most of the interviews. Brett had a lot together of interviews. Everything. And Jasmine had a very sort of gossipy situation with uh, Deandra and Norris, uh, where they were sort of talking about the premiere for season seven and how Bria was kind of... Um, talking shit about Jasmine to like a different season's cast. They were basically, you know what? This this is the one walk away. This is something I walked away with from Take watching away. this. Take away. Thank you. Is that um, Deandra and Nuris are friends and that made me really happy because they were they were pretty uh, at each other's throats during their season over Malcolm. And so to watch them, they seem like they're genuinely friends and that was cool. They seem to be bonding with Jasmine. Um, I, was, I was into that as well because Jasmine didn't really seem to have any friends on her season and this scene the three of them they were they were talking over each other a lot so it was kind of hard to get all the information that I so desperately wanted to get but it sounded like they were just complaining about when castmates sort of um Try, try and separate themselves from their cast and they were like we're family we're an mtv family like that's what this is all about and that is another you know going back to my original point that's sort of the problem with this staying relative relevant is that these are the people that have all bonded together and so that is why it's not going to be as exciting you've got no wild cards in there yeah that when season seven showed up uh, they did like a like a shot like around the table and uh, they they put up their glasses, and Alexa says, "Here's the being MTV famous." Yeah, and they all laughed and 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 shot back those shots. I would say that's a relative thing. They're not all that MTV. I mean, you're you're famous on the show for the season that you're on the show, and maybe a couple weeks later, right? That people are kind of thinking about you. And I don't know. I don't have no idea who Cassandra is. It. I had I, I looked her up, and I still don't know. I don't remember her at all. And she was also on Second Chances. I was like, I don't remember you. I remember every single person. Do not remember her. So then there was also some dude with a mustache, Wade Boggs sunglasses, yeah, and a mullet. Yeah, it looked like he walked out of a Will Ferrell sketch. Yeah, he was really he was really a sketch player, yeah. wasn't he? He was like a guy who was like, I'm not handsome enough to be the handsome guy, but I am handsome enough to be the funny handsome guy. Yeah, and he seemed to be hitting it off with all sort of the lame people in the house. <laughs> but I didn't really, you didn't really know who he was. And there was like a little piece of the first episode where it was kind of like, who is this guy? How did yeah. you get her? And they didn't, they never explained it which i thought was a was dumb i thought they should have let the audience in on the joke i had to go and look in the comments and somebody in the comments said that this is just one of joe's friends who he just thought would be fun to put in the house and mm. he kind of pretended that he was part of one of these casts and there was like a nice uh, um 
there was a bunch of uh, scenes in which people were like, dude, who are you, man? Yeah. Like, who is this guy? Yeah, that's funny. Um, it was funny. And I kind of feel like that was a missed opportunity to sort of make that more like a storyline more. You yeah. Know, if it had been explained to us in an interview when the rest of the cast wasn't yeah. in on the joke, then we could be in on the joke. But the joke was kind of being played on everybody besides Joe and his friend. So how did you, um, you think about Joe? I like Joe. Me I like Joe in his season. And I also like um, Michaela, his girlfriend. Yeah. I think she's great. I like both of them on their original seasons. And I've liked both of them um, since they've popped up in other things. I like Joe on X on the Beach. And I like Michaela on Second Chances. So I think they're a cute couple. And I hope we see more of them. Yeah, I like Joe. I think. And I also made me like Joe more that he has uh, like the gusto and sort of the bravado the to put this together and the to cojones. be you know like to be yeah. a guy who's like trying to make a, a thing out of something here and helping yeah. his friends out and not just being one of these sort of leechy people who sort of show up to these things we respect creators uh, yeah. in this house and that's why we're chelsco fans because yeah. also chelsco is another person here now i would say and maybe we could just close with this the one piece of like drama that felt like it possibly could have been on a reality show is they go to mohegan sun for their last night and they're part in their club and first of all chelsco could you explain how chelsco was dressed for that night out she looks like she's going to coachella i mean she has on like a sequin knicks jersey and she has her face is bedazzled is that the her, one you're talking face, about yes her face was bedazzled i thought it was just really off i loved it <laughs> i loved it i also <laughs> loved that she filmed a music video while they were in the house and we saw snippets of that video yes they, it was like where they, everybody all they were all dressed nice sitting around a table like she used all of the are you the one cast yeah. in her music video and she's it, also in a tub full of milk at one point to me it, it almost <laughs> felt like that her and joe are friends maybe and like literally chelsea was like i'm gonna have this house to film my music video in connecticut oh. like should we do a thing where we throw a thing and it kind of all came together in that way yeah not only did she film a music video during this but malcolm filmed the music <laughs> video like everybody's got a music video malcolm is dancing around like a ferrari, ferrari. yeah and then uh, ethan who is e-money e -Money from season six is kind of goofing around maybe goofing around dancing next to him yeah. in like his sandals yeah it was kind of fun to watch but now, i want to say something before you get into this club drama oh, we I didn't do... even talk about how ethan was singing and playing the playing the piano i loved it i think that we i think you're right your instinct is right to end on this uh drama but i think that we would be doing ourselves and the listener a disfavor if we did not mention alexis hey ask what a disfavor is i'm not sure i thought it sounded good what what's the what what should i have said there we'd be doing ourselves a disservice, a disservice. that's what i was looking for God. I mean, I didn't have the word Babe, ready. you have to edit that out. No. You have to. The name of this episode is called Disfavor. <laughs> we would be doing ourselves a disservice if Disfavor. we didn't talk about Alexis. Uh, we mentioned her for a second. She was in and out of this. Um, I really wish we had gotten more of her. Um, she did smack that guy in the nuts, the mustachioed man. Um, she said that she wanted Andre to come, which was like, ugh, let me puke in my mouth over that. I had to look him up, and then I remembered who he was when I saw him. Why? Yeah. Did, and someone else wanted Andre to come. I think it was DeAndre. It's like, are people still hooking up with Andre? Haven't Have they learned nothing? I, I thought it was interesting. So here's the thing. The way I found out, this is, Ashley sends me a screen grab uh, and goes, do you know who this is? And for a second, I didn't. And then I looked and I was like, oh, that's Chelsko. And it was a screen grab of Chelsko's outfit going to Mohegan Sun with the bedazzled face and the sequence jersey. And I was like, okay. And then like a day later, you know, I'm on the internet doing my thing. I think I was looking up Are You The One like after uh, a reunion. I was looking up stuff and people complaining about how Alexis is the most thirsty cast member um, on oh, that show really? that she bothers people from MTV producers and the MTV accounts like put me on your show you should recast me recast me and somebody had linked to her thing and I looked and then I started scrolling through her Twitter and that's what I have people like she tweeted something like people who always ask me what I'm up to well here check this out she posted the pilot of staying relevant and that's how I found out about staying relevant oh. so it was because of her now she does seem like she is a little thirsty to be on TV again. And you didn't watch the pilot. The pilot of this show, I think she calls Joe 
and is like, hey, I heard you're doing this. Can I come? Mm. And Joe's like, yeah, drive up. It's cool. You could sleep wherever. And then she shows up. Mm. I don't know that she was even invited. Interesting. But maybe she was. I, 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 I thought her and Joe were friends. Yeah, th- th- I, I could be totally wrong about that. But what you didn't see in the pilot is people showing up. Like when Malcolm shows up in the house. Yeah. He, I mean, I, I don't want to misquote him. But like. That's when I was like texting you being like, this is fucking insane because it was the first taste of the unfilteredness. Yeah. Like where Malcolm like showed up and he was like, whoa, what's up, yo? Like, who am I going to fuck? Somebody lay on the ground so I can fuck them. Like it was like (laughs) something like, it was like, it wasn't that, but it had that energy. You know what I mean? It was just like, oh, he was like biting his lower lip. Like he was like shirtless with like a vest on. Like it was like (laughs) insane. Yeah. Um, Anyway. So uh, do you want to speak on Alexis a little bit? I just would like more of her. I enjoy watching her. I like her. her too. I think she's great for TV. She's excellent TV. She needs to quit smoking. I really, every scene she is smoking, she's clearly someone that smokes a lot when she drinks. Girl, you are going to wrinkle fast, okay? Stop smoking. Yeah, she's got a she's got a crazy aura to her. Like, not like crazy, but like... Like she's got, she's very charismatic. Yes. She's very watchable, yes. and I think we could have done with more of her in this uh, staying relevant. So, as I was saying to close up, I think the one piece that could have maybe made it onto an actual television show was after they go to Mohegan Sun. Um, uh, uh, Malcolm and Derek get like three or four girls from the club. And like bring them in a limo back to this house in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a thing on the driveway with like Chelsco and Joe mm-hmm. and Malcolm and Derek pleading with them to allow these girls to come inside and party. Yeah. And then Derek keeps going like, there's there are six girls here and 12 dicks. Don't you understand? <laughs> there's 12 dicks and three and six girls. Yeah. Like what are we supposed to do with that? Like, yeah. he was like, it, to me, I thought it was actually kind of fun because it was another um, version of Derek being like, no one in there likes me. Like, I need to bring people yeah. in the house who like me. Yeah, and this was also a, a, a moment for dumbass uh, Brett to chime in. I, I First off, I it cannot... This is a double standard. This I, is a double standard. We've seen it right here. Yeah, it's not a double standard. These girls weren't on Are You The One. I know. He was saying that it was a double standard because some of the Are You The One girls had recorded requested some past are you the one guys to come visit them at the connecticut house and that's apparently how like tevin showed up or something tevin and zach okay and brett but those guys were on are you the one it's not a double standard brett these are girls who are not part of the that franchise that is a misuse of the word double standard so so something tells (laughs) me what actually happened here with season seven not to really explore this is jasmine has a lot of beef with her own cast in season seven she has found solace in the season six cast season six cast is doing this whole staying relevant thing because it's it's spearheaded by joe joe's like jasmine your season doesn't like you come hang with us we're gonna do this thing relevant come up and her and like maybe one other person from their cast were gonna like come up and do this and then the word got out on season seven that some of them were coming up here and then some of the girls on season six were like yo I if some season seven's coming, bring so it seems like Jasmine might have been the only person. I think Jasmine and Andrew mm. were the only people that were actually invited. actually invited to this thing. Wow. And then there's you, a twist. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's because they feel maybe ostracized by their own season. Mm. And season six is like, nah, we love you. And also like you're a little bit more relevant than us at the moment. Like yeah. we don't mind having you on this show. Fresh blood. But uh yes. I mean it seemed pretty cut and dry to me, like why they weren't allowed in the house. Like you can't, you're you signing your people. life away. Yeah. Because we found out there is contracts being signed because in that Deandra, Norris, Jasmine conversation, mm-hmm. Deandra talks about Tevin yeah. signing his waiver or his NDA or whatever he had to sign. Yeah. Um, and giving it to somebody. He was like, who do I give this to her? Who do I give this to? And she was like, me with your heart or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah. And she like giggled. I um, can't believe Norris is with Brett. Norris requested Brett to show up. It, it's it's really wild. It's really tangled. Uh, the last thing I want to say here is I think that MTV screwed up by not putting Deandra on one of these other shows. I agree. I think she's good TV. She is. I think she's charismatic. Yeah. She's very attractive. You know, she's 100%. got a she's you know got a lot of like intertwined relationships. 
I mean, she may still she may still show up on X X on the beach or something like that. Deandra should be on a spinoff. Alexis should be on a spinoff. Alexis definitely. Alexis should be on the cha- should be on the challenge. She right? should. She's like a young Kellyanne. Get her on there. It's it's you know she's she, seems... she's the next Ashley Brooke Mitchell. They're both from uh, West Virginia and they're both crazy. What about? <laughs> I'd love to see Joe and Michaela back on another sort of. Had spin-off. Joe's a little bland. Joe's a little bland, but Joe honestly belongs in the producer's chair a little bit. You know what I mean? I I, I don't know if we need him i like the guy but he yeah. just seems like an okay dude that everybody yeah. gets along with you know yeah. what i mean that's not exactly what you're looking for as far as tv goes folks i believe that is where we're going to call it thank you so much for listening we've already told you to give us five stars on that apple podcast app but just in case you hit that little 15 second button to get through our, po- our thing <laughs> well here you go again scroll down on that you app can't give us, escape us give us five stars make sure you rate and review us so, say something nice please also if you'd like to follow this podcast on twitter you can go at reality blows pod uh find us there you can find ashley on twitter at ashley b roberts you can find me on instagram at nick maritato m-a-r-i-t-a-t-o you can email us any questions concerns or comments reality blows podcast at gmail.com i believe that's where we're gonna call it and i definitely think this is the end of the show so i'm gonna say good day see ya see ya